0: it's Mel and you're listening to my rough draft podcast where we talk about embracing our current seasons of faith work and wholeness as a part of the rough draft collective we are committed to the holistic growth of millennial men and women and each week we'll discuss how to redefine history with our everyday stories enjoy the show Hey guys, welcome back to My Real Draft Podcast. It's your girl Mel. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. So today I am happy and kind of sad to announce that we are doing our season three finale on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina. I asked you all to give me some questions that y'all want to answer and y'all definitely did that. So I'm going to try to get through as many questions as I can. Um, I'm also going to talk about what's next for this podcast, for the My Rough Draft brand, for my personal brand and business. So this will be exclusive news as this will be the first time I'm sharing what's next for the platform and for the business publicly. So You want to be sure to stay tuned and get all of the tea, okay? So let's go ahead and get started with these questions. Okay, so first off, I'm so rude. I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving holiday. I hope that it was filled with rest. I pray that you were able to stay safe and have good time with your family and good food. I have been just getting back, honestly, from um, being in Florida, going to the beach house, a beach house, not my beach house child, not yet, (laughs) but going to the beach house with my family and we spent kind of the holidays there. And so it was very restful, good to kind of get some time away, but we are back and locked and loaded. So happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. (laughs) Okay. So let's get into the first question. So most of these questions, I didn't like prep any special answer for them because y'all know this is the rough draft. Okay. But most of them were centered around like 2020 lessons. So what is 2020? taught you? What does self-care look like in 2020? You know, how have you been navigating the season? What's been the hard parts? What's been the most rewarding parts? And so I guess I'll start with what has 2020 taught me. I'll start there. So 2020 has taught me a lot. I'll be honest. I probably haven't. I've learned more this year than I've learned probably you know, within like the last five years, you know, I've learned more this year than I can even fully put words to. But I think that 2020, at first I said that, you know, at the beginning of the year that 2020 was a year of boldness. And I think, I think in some way it was, but I think more so this year was really a year of redefinition. Of really redefining how I see God, how I see myself, how I see my work, how I see success, how I see purpose. You know, um, before quarantine, I was super, super busy. And so I've talked about how my, corporate job is very demanding. And I was always on the road, always going to these different meetings, always working on these different projects, just running around. Um, I was very involved with my church. And so I would be doing things with my church every single week, multiple days out of the week. You know, I, of course, was running the business and the podcast. So I was always doing something. And I think that 2020 and being in quarantine forced me to sit down. and, and, And once I have had a chance to really sit with myself, then you start to ask, Ask yourself, you know, why do I do this stuff? Right? <laughs> like, I've, I'm in this job. I'm running around, look like a chicken with my head cut off. But there were multiple times within this year where I thought that I may lose my job. And so, you know, if I lost my job, then then what? Then what next? You know? And is this job really, you know, where I want to be? Same thing with my faith. You know, I'm going through the motions. I'm being in church and doing church, and you know, being around other Christians. But am I really being fruitful? Right. Am I really um, is, this, is this really coming from a sincere place based off my relationship with God or am I actually operating in religion? And I found that I was operating in religion and a lot of the things that I was doing and a lot of and in a lot of my beliefs and my mindsets. And I'll talk about that a little bit. But I think I had to redefine what business and success and purpose mean. I, I'm going to tell you all i really got to a point this year where i was like god i don't have to have this business anymore like i don't have to have this success or what i what i thought that my purpose was going to be i mean that wasn't because i was frustrated with um where the business was going because honestly this has been the highest earning year for me in my business but even as i was earning more and i'm um, getting more clients and my following was technically growing um i was really like man this this really can't fulfill me like this really does doesn't fulfill me and I will argue that but that up until quarantine up until this this um growth that I've seen that I really thought that it was that that it was gonna fill some part of me or reassure what my purpose you know was based off of the level of success that I was gaining but it, it didn't and I really told God I was like man this was a nice run but if you call me and do something else like I can really shift gears like I'm really not tied to this like I used to be and I think that because I could let go of it a little bit and I wasn't so I didn't let it affect my identity as much, then God could actually grow it and he could actually breathe on it and he could actually lead um, me in it versus me trying to hold on to it, do what I'm trying to do um, to to get and to gain and and trying to drag him along the way. And so, I, yeah, this this year was definitely a year of redefinition, redefining friendships, man. I'm redefining how I see myself, you know? And so I would say that that, yeah, 2020 was definitely a redefinition year. The second question was, um, what were my biggest 2020 lessons? And as I mentioned, I think the first one is that I cannot be defined by my work. No matter what level of success I achieve, it's never going to fulfill me Two, I think that I learned my relationship with God cannot be based on my, um, but cannot be based on religion. And so I actually ended up stepping down from my church, not stepping, well, I am in the process of, of finding another church, but I. I actually ended up stepping down from a lot of the obligations that I had to, to, to my church this year. And I, and I didn't even realize that I had based some of my identity in that until I walked away. And I realized that so even some of the things that I was doing, even as little as like getting up in the morning and, and reading my Bible, yes, it's a good action, but I really had to take a hard look at what was the why behind the action that I was doing. So yes, serving in your church is good, but why are you doing it? And is that really what God called you to do? to do. I realize, you know, and God revealed to me this year that you're doing all this stuff in the church, but I've called you to move outside of the church and to actually reach people who don't believe in me through business, through the expertise that I've given you, through the gifts that I've given you. I've called you out of the church and by you being in the church and still serving in the church when I've called you out, even though it sounds good, it's still a form of disobedience because that's not where I've called you. That's where you're comfortable. <laughs> That's a word, (laughs) but again, you know, I had to realize that even with me getting up, you know, and saying, okay, I'm going to read my Bible. It wasn't because I genuinely wanted to, meet with God and see God, it was because I thought that that's what I had to do in order to, you know, uh, it was more so out of fear, more, more than relationship and respect and awe, if that makes sense. And so I would say I learned so much in, in just redefining my relationship with God and knowing that, yes, I believe in the local church and I believe that we should give to the local church. I believe we should serve our local church. Absolutely. But we can't forsake, um, the, the great commission that God called us to do, which was to go out out and to make disciples, we can't deny the gifts that he's given us that won't fit into a church setting, right? Everybody's not coming to a church. And so I think that I really had to redefine what church means, as I'm sure all of us have had to do, um, and really redefine what my relationship with God means. So I think that that was a big lesson that I learned. I think also that I can't limit God to strategies into social media when it comes to what he's called me to do. I think that for me, being an entrepreneur, being a service-based entrepreneur, being a content creator, you know, being on social media is a big part of um, not just promoting my services, but also sharing what I feel like God gives me to share, whether that's through the podcast, whether that's through Instagram or showing my daily life and letting my life be the example, whatever it is, social media is a big part of that. Right. But I think that sometimes and again, I'm a coach, I'm a consultant. So I always encourage people to, to have coaches and to have consultants and people that you can go to that will give you the strategy for what God has called you to do. But I also have learned that God is not limited to my strategies and to social media and that some things that God has called me to do will surpass that. And I can't depend on a social media following or on social media engagement to determine the level of success or, or, or to, to affirm that that's, what God called me to do based on whether or not people are responding to what I'm saying, if that makes sense. And so I think that I am learning because even God told me, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about the new business that I'm launching um, later on in this episode. But even God showed me with that business, like you're not going to primarily be on Instagram. You're going to be on other social platforms. You're going to be doing more one on one connections with people um, that that, again, is not necessarily being taught, but that's what I've called you to do. Um, he's Taught me even through even through social media that yes I have all these plans of posting every day and doing all these things but I I really felt like God told me even this morning to make room and by making room it's taking a step back and letting Him do it and sometimes it'll be through social media and through online platforms and sometimes it won't right um, and so I think that I've had to take the limits off of God even when it comes to strategies you know I'm all for buying courses and for learning and for doing you know what has worked for other people. But even in that, guys told me, you know, be prepared for the new thing that I'm going to do. And the new thing is going to be based off of old strategies. Some of the things that God calls us and me to do is not based on old strategies and and what's worked for other people's business. It's going to be completely different. And if we don't create space for God to do something differently, then we're going to just be following what we see other people doing and what other people are doing well doesn't mean that that's what God has for us. And it doesn't mean that that's the way that he's called us to do it so I think I've also learned to be open to the way that God wants to do it and not limit him to my expertise, to my strategy, to my social media and what I know in my own strength, but to allow him to put me in rooms, allow him to give me new strategy, um, because what we're building for today is for tomorrow. And I think that what God is calling a lot of us to build in this season, we can't even see, it doesn't even make sense because we can't even fully see the problem today. We can't even fully see how it will work today, but it's going to be. For a future solution and a future problem. So we have we have to yield to God who holds tomorrow, who knows tomorrow, right? And so um and so yeah, we can't limit him to our, our strategies, y'all. It's 12 minutes and we are on the second question. <laughs> I gotta hurry up. Okay, those are my biggest 2020 lessons. Let's see. The next question is what does self-care look like for you in 2020? That's a great question. Self-care for me is literally, it's it's finding the balance in not working and working. And I know that doesn't make sense, but I'll explain it. Self-care for me in 2020 is, again, not being defined by my work. So taking time to rest, taking time off social media, taking time to go for a walk. I recently did um, the 75 Hard Challenge where I had to work out twice a day um, and I used that used that um, rule to go and do walks for an hour and 30 minutes every single day for 75 days straight. And it was just such a refreshing time to pull away and to go on a walk and to see God's creation through nature and to clear my mind. And so self-care for me has been prioritizing my physical health through resting, through um, exercise, through eating better. But self-care has also looked like, like discipline. And I talked about that in one of the previous episodes, this season of self-care is not just bubble baths and getting your nails and your and your feet done. Self-care is also discipline. So it's balancing, resting and prioritizing my physical, mental and spiritual health while also being disciplined in what God has called me to do. And even though I want to just lay in the bed or not do anything because I'm in this house by myself, still making myself get up and be obedient to what God's called me to do for that day. And so I think self-care for me is both discipline, but it's also rest. That's what it's looked like for me in 2020. Um, the next question is what. So I'll do this one. What is what has been the hardest part of your journey, even today, and what makes it easier? So I'll be completely transparent, as I y'all know I always am. But I would say that the hardest part of my journey, honestly, is just dealing with my mental health and pushing forward, even when I don't feel like it. Um, I've talked about, if y'all go on my YouTube channel, um, I've talked about my testimony with struggling with depression and anxiety. And honestly, it's something that I've struggled with, you know, even as a child, you know, and I won't get into all that today, but it's something that I've always struggled with, really seeing myself um, the way that God sees me. I'm not thinking that there's something wrong with me, (laughs) you know, dealing with like social anxiety and just anxiety in itself, constantly, being wound up by fear of the what if um, is something that I've always struggled with. And I think that being in quarantine in 2020 it's really just magnified it. Right. And so now that I'm by myself now, I I have no choice but to deal with those thoughts. Right. And so I think that it's been it's been good because because I didn't realize like how much I was still dealing with that stuff. And I think that it's been it's been an invitation, an invitation for God to for, for God to really come in and do the work and for and for him to comfort me, right? Because I think even when you think in the Bible where Paul talks about his thorn and he prays for God to take that thorn from him and, and God chose not to because it was going to be used for his glory, right? God says that where we are weak, he is strong and mighty. And I think that I'm not saying that, you know, me struggling sometimes with my mental health is a thorn, but I do think that it is a weakness that God uses not to just take away, but he uses it to show show himself and to show his strength through me, right? Because people always look at me and they're like, oh, you're so strong. You're so, you know, disciplined and you're killing it. But you don't know how much I I struggle to even get to that point sometimes, right? And so I think that the hardest part of my journey has really been, um, you know, dealing with my mental health um, and allowing God to do the work, whether that's through, you know, spending time with him, whether that's through him reaffirming me, whether that's through again, resting, whether that's through therapy, um, whatever it is, just Constantly having to do that work is hard, um, but again, God, God really gets to glory, and He really shows Himself in those low moments. And so, yeah, I would say that that's that's the hardest part, and what makes it easier, again, is just surrendering it to God and not and not thinking that something's wrong with me because I do struggle with mental health sometimes. Um, I think has been is what makes it easier, knowing that I'm not alone, um, and knowing that again, not instead of seeing it as a as a problem, seeing it as again an invitation for God to heal, for God to comfort, for God to provide um, however he sees fit. So, yes. And someone said, uh, what's the most rewarding thing that's happened to you and what are you most proud of? I think the most rewarding thing is just seeing how God has kept me and my family this year. Um, I wanna be very sensitive to people who have lost um family members due to COVID or due to, you know, other illnesses or tragedies. Um, you know, I'm so sense I'm so sensitive to that that I, I hurt almost as if it were my own family, you know. Um and I, and I can say that, you know, God, God God has kept our family and he's He's kept my job, you know, and I've seen so much that other people have struggled with. And, and again, I'm super sensitive to that. And so I think because of that, I think the thing that I'm most grateful for is just, again, how God, how God has kept me, how God has kept my family. And I thank him for that every single day, because I understand that that is not the normal story today, that it is an anomaly because so many people have been affected and in And I have been impacted, but not in the way that others have. And so I think that that's probably what I'm most most grateful for. Um, Of course, God willing, we're still going through this year and still going through the pandemic. But I think the most rewarding thing is just um, seeing how God keeps us in the daily when, again, every day is uncertain and seeing how he shows his favor towards us every single day is what the most rewarding thing is. And what I'm most proud of (laughs) is the way that I've matured. You know, I've matured, even though it's been a hard year, I've matured so much spiritually. Um, even like, like I said, I struggle sometimes with my mental health, but I have um, gotten stronger mentally. Um, I've gotten stronger physically. And I think I'm really proud of that. You know, I'm really proud of even in my low moments, instead of just bottoming out that I've been able to bring it to God. That's a big thing for me. It may be simple to other people, but to bring it to God first, instead of, um, you know, a Allowing it to be a whole episode is a big thing for me. I'm um, getting up and, and, and prioritizing my my physical health for 75 days is a big thing for me because I didn't think that my physical health was a priority to be honest with you. And so prioritizing my physical health and doing that 75 heart challenge, even though I wasn't perfect, <laughs> you know, is a really big thing. And I think again, you know, as God as God has kind of stripped away my busyness, I've been able to find value in the small things, which really aren't small for me. But again, prioritizing my health, being stronger uh, spiritually, even though I've gone through several transitions, you know, with my actions and through church, you know, still being able to have a strong foundation With God, are these the types of things that I would say I'm most proud of? And then um, the last question that I'm going to answer is What are you most excited for next? So I'm going to use that question to kind of share with y'all what's next for me, my brand, the business. So, yes, when it comes to me, I'll start personally and then I'll I'll end with the business stuff. But I think me personally, I'm most excited for um, still prioritizing my physical health. So I want to lose. I lost 10 pounds this year, y'all, and I hope to lose hopefully 10 more within the next year or so. And so um, I'm excited for that and prioritizing my physical health. Um, I'm also kind of in a weird transition. I still have, you know, my corporate job today, um, but I'm working on a few certifications and a few things um, with my career. And so, um, you know, it, things may look very differently next year. You know, I've really been praying about, you know, whether or not God wanted me to buy a house here in Atlanta, um, I'm in based in Atlanta for those who don't know, or if you know, um, he's called me to move out of Atlanta. Um, I was born and raised in Atlanta and I, I just feel like, I don't know, I'm, I've been through so much transition this year that, you know, I could be across the country or across the other side of the world, you know, this time next year. And so really, I'm just seeking God about that and what my career and um, location will look like for next year. So I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about the podcast. So, of course, this is season three finale. And I know the question is Mel, is there going to be a season four? And I'm happy to announce that there will definitely be a season four of my Road draft podcast, God willing, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about what's next for the podcast. Again, with all the things that have happened in the pandemic, I'll be honest, I didn't get to do like all the interviews and all the things that I wanted to do with season three, but God has really refreshed my vision for this podcast. And um, you will find out that in season four, it's going to to be a lot more storytelling, um, having people come on here and literally share their stories and tell their stories about what they're learning in their faith, life, um, work. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be really good. I can't reveal everything right now, but know that there will be a season four. It's going to be a lot more interviews, a lot more storytelling versus um, like my tips and things like that. And if you're like, well, no, Mel, we still want your career and your business tips. Well, um, you will want to make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, because that will now be um, the primary way that I'll be sharing my my tips and my tools um, when it comes to navigating your career, navigating business. And I chose to do that because I I learned that myself and a lot of other people are more visual learners. And so they learn better when they can see something. And so I'm going to be navigating all of my tips and tools and expertise to um, my YouTube channel. I will also be filming my rough drive podcast. God will child, because listen, your girl is not a tech person. okay? but for season four, I really envision me not just, of course, recording the podcast audibly, but also being able to record it um, and put it on YouTube as well. And so I'm really, really looking forward to that. I have so many ideas and things that we are planning behind the scenes. But yeah, know that season four will be here. We will likely be also recording it on YouTube. Um, This podcast is going to be more story based, um, but if you're looking for, again, my Tips, my tools, my resources. Then you definitely want to be subscribed to my YouTube channel. Um, I'll put it a link in the in the show notes so that you can subscribe. But you'll definitely want to subscribe there so that you can continue to get all the tips and tools and resources about career and business. And so that's what's kind of next for my rough draft for the podcast, and again for the YouTube channel, and then for the business. Y'all have showed out, okay? <laughs> y'all have showed out this year. Um, I did my one-on-one services where. Where I was doing um, power hour sessions, so helping people get clear on their career and their businesses. We did resume writing and cover letter writing. We um, helped launch a few businesses through our project management uh, firm. Well, not technically not a firm, it was just me being people's project manager um, and helping them (laughs) launch their businesses. But we are actually expanding our services into its own um, consulting agency. It's called Work Redefined Consulting Agency. Um, and I'll link the, the new website and our, um, social media accounts in the bio. But yes, I'm, I'm officially launching my own consulting firm aside from the rough draft and aside from my personal brand. And yeah, it's going to really be about, again, still having those strategy sessions with people to help them get really clear on their career and their business. But it's really going to take, um, people's professional development and people's business strategy to the next level. Again, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, you know, a lot of the strategies that we have used, um, God is going to do a new thing and he's given me some strategies that have not been done before um, about how people are going to, how um, gaining, getting into jobs and getting into corporate America, how that's going to look very, very different in the coming ages and also how business is going to look very different. And so we're going to be implementing those new strategies with our clients through Work Redefined Consulting Agency. We're literally redefining the way that we do work. Um, Our tagline is breathe life back into your work. And so instead of settling for this hustle culture in this corporate culture, um, we're really going to be, um, yeah, redefining the way that we do work and everything that we're going to do is going to be done from a place of rest. So we're going to be having, you know, career accelerators where we're helping people not just have a resume and cover letter, but we're helping you actually position, positioning you as an expert in your field so that instead of applying to jobs, people will come to you. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to be doing business strategy where we're going to be helping businesses and small small businesses, you know, navigate their, their industries, we're also going to be doing corporate training and development. And so going into those businesses and going into those corporations and helping build up those people um, through training and development, helping them to operate more efficiently from a place of rest, helping them to work better together. Um, we're going to be, of course, still doing business strategy. We're going to be doing communication. So helping businesses, you know, position themselves to be not just experts in their field, but to also be present in their communities. And so I'm um, helping them with like public relations and, and strategy and consulting and communications and things like that. So yeah, we are expanding y'all. <laughs> and um, I'm just so grateful and mind blown because I'm telling you this, I really believe this is a God thing because I have tried to back out of it so many times this year, um, but God has kept pushing me forward and like, no, this is, this is what we're doing and you need to go now. And so I'm gonna be launching that this month, but y'all, Y'all know my podcast listeners, y'all have been dedicated to me. So I wanted to say it here first. So, yeah, I'll put all the links so y'all can follow the journey below. And yeah, that's what I'm excited for next. So I hope that y'all have an amazing Christmas holiday. Be sure to um, and I'll leave y'all with this, man. I think that the month of December should really be a month to reflect and redefine. Um, I'm sure we have had a lot of chances to reflect and redefine, obviously, as we are in quarantine. But let's say that maybe 2021 things may not change as much. What is your life going to look like? What is your work going to look like? What is your relationship with God going to look like? Right. I really encourage us to just as by, just as I have sat here and, and talked about what has 2020 taught me? What has been the hardest part? Um, those same questions that I asked, Myself, I'm actually going to put them in the show notes because I want y'all to take time this month and to ask yourself those questions. Because I think when you can really reflect um, with all things aside, with all current obligations pushed to the side, then I think that you'll really be able to really sit with God and be like, okay. This is what I'm currently doing. We are gonna push all that to the side and ask, OK, what have I learned and what is the new thing that you're doing? And so I really encourage us all to take time this month to do that. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a business owner, if you're a professional, if you're not even working right now, I really encourage you, especially those who are not working right now and you have now that space for God to now come in and do the new thing. Man, sit with him, ask yourself these questions and yeah, allow him to redefine every single thing that you thought about yourself, that you thought about him, that you thought about what you're called to do. Let him do the work. And I cannot wait to see y'all in 2021. Be safe, love on your family, be kind, be generous, give to those in need. And I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. And yeah, stay tuned for season four. Thanks for joining us this week on my rough draft podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore Melanie Christina and be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss any new episodes. Now, do me a favor and please leave us a five star rating and review so we can continue to get the word out to other listeners around the world. Also, be sure to head to the rough where you can access our online blog, free resources, our one on one services, and more. Thanks again for listening. And- And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.